From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, a dense onslaught of fine dust has enveloped the nation, resulting in the poorest air quality so far this year. Washington is seeking to revitalize ties between South Korea, the U.S. and Japan, ahead of the U.S.-Japan summit slated for next week. And starting Saturday, travelers from Hong Kong and Macau will have to hand in a negative COVID-19 test before embarking for South Korea. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Heejin Koo. A dense onslaught of fine dust has enveloped the nation, resulting in the poorest air quality so far this winter. According to the Korea Meteorological Administration, as of Saturday morning, fine dust levels spiked nationwide, with a daily average concentration of ultrafine dust particles standing at 86 micrograms per cubic metre, and that of fine dust particles at 143 micrograms. The annual average readings in 2021 were 36 and 18 micrograms per cubic metre, respectively. And as of 2pm, a fine dust alert is in effect in Seoul, with the average level hitting 158 micrograms per cubic metre. And as of Saturday afternoon, the weather agency issued ultra-fine dust warnings in Sejeon, in Sejong, Daejeon and Gyeonggi and Chungcheong provinces, while advisories are in effect in all other parts of the country except for Jeju Island. U.S. President Joe Biden is slated to hold a bilateral summit with Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida in Washington on Friday next week. The State Department says Biden will seek to strengthen a three-way coordination with Seoul and Tokyo during the meeting to deal with North Korea and other key issues in the region. This comes amid media reports from Japan suggesting Seoul and Tokyo might be able to salvage their strained ties within months. Kim Bamsu has more. It's especially important for us to have uh, an effective Trilateral relationship Ahead of the well. U.S.-Japan summit slated for next week, Washington is seeking to revitalize ties between South Korea, the U.S. and Japan. State Department spokesman Ned Price on Friday highlighted the significance of the three-way cooperation during a briefing at the Foreign Press Center in Washington. This administration, since our earliest days, has sought to revitalize the trilateral format, bringing together our ROK and Japanese uh, allies, knowing that the challenges we confront... Unlike the previous Moon Jae-in administration, the Yoon Sang-yeol administration in Seoul appears to be more willing to salvage strained bilateral ties with Japan over thorny wartime issues. President Biden 
uh, was able to bring together his trilateral counterparts uh, in the Indo-Pacific region uh, just a couple months ago uh, as well. Uh, this will be a topic of conversation with our Japanese allies. It's a topic of conversation with our ROK uh, allies. The State Department spokesman said ways to enhance their trilateral cooperation will feature a key topic at the summit next week, especially in the face of growing threats from North Korea. Amid signs of thawing Seoul-Tokyo ties, Japan's Yomiuri Shimbun Daily said on Saturday that the Japanese government is reviewing whether to invite South Korean President Yoon to the Group of Seven summit scheduled in Hiroshima, Japan, in May. The Daily then cautiously speculated that the issue of wartime forced labor compensation may be key to a final decision on the matter. Seoul's foreign ministry will hold an open debate next week on the issue of compensation for Koreans forced to work in Japan during World War II, which has been a major hurdle for the two neighbors to mend fences. Kim Bumsu, KBS World Radio News. Starting Saturday, travellers from Hong Kong and Macau will have to present a negative COVID-19 test result before embarking for South Korea. This expands a list that already includes mainland China. According to health authorities, visitors from Hong Kong and Macau arriving by plane or ship will be required to submit a negative result of a PCR test taken within 48 hours of departure or 24 hours for a rapid antigen test conducted by a medical personnel. Travellers from the two territories must also register their health and travel information, including contact number and residence in Korea, into the Q code system before arrival, but they are not required to take a post-arrival PCR test, unlike those arriving from China. Health officials noted that more travellers arrived in Korea from Hong Kong than from China last month, with the monthly respective tally reaching some 45,000 and 37,000. Foreign Minister Park Chin spoke on the phone with his Malaysian counterpart on Friday and proposed cooperation between their nations in the areas of defence and infrastructure. Seoul's foreign ministry said that it marked the first phone call between the two top diplomats since the launch of the new governments in the two nations. In the phone call with Malaysian Foreign Minister Zambri Abdul Kadir, Minister Park said that the two nations developed cooperative relations in various areas since they established diplomatic ties in 1960. Park then proposed that the two nations enhanced exchanges between high-level officials and strengthen substantial cooperation in defence, infrastructure and smart city tech, as this year marks the 40th anniversary of the Look East policy. This policy was adopted by Kuala Lumpur in the 1980s to learn from Korea's economic development. Explaining the government's Indo-Pacific strategy and pursuit of closer relations with the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, Park proposed that the South Korea and Malaysia improve their bilateral strategic communication. In response, the Malaysian minister expressed hope for further cooperation with South Korea. The main opposition Democratic Party unilaterally submitted a request on Friday calling for an extraordinary session of the National Assembly, despite opposition from the ruling People Power Party. 
All 169 DP lawmakers, including floor leader Pakongun, jointly made the request. This means that an extraordinary session will begin on Monday, three days after the submission, in line with National Assembly regulations. The DP also submitted a request calling for emergency questioning sessions on security issues such as the recent North Korean drone incursion. The opposition party has insisted that the parliament should remain open to discuss key bills and to question foreign unification and defence ministers regarding the drone infiltration. However, the PPP slammed the DP's request as a ruse to protect its chair, Lee Jae-myung, from possible bribery charges, abusing a lawmaker's immunity from arrest while parliament remains in session. Director Park Chan-wook's romantic mystery, Decision to Leave, has nabbed 10 nominations for the Asian Film Awards, the largest among this year's entries. According to the Busan International Film Festival, the film is up for Best Film, Best Director, Best Screenplay, Best Actor and Actress, Best Cinematography, Best Editing, Best Original Music, Best Projection Design and Best Sound. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Centre in Seoul. I'm Koo Hee Jin.